Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about Westworld Season 2, Episode 7, it's called Lay Across Shea. I think I said that mostly right. I mean, I looked it up, I mean, I mean, I searched a little definition before, you know, and, and, pronunciation and, 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 rather. I, I could hear you like typing away before we, uh, we, we well, started that wasn't recording. That. that wasn't that, no, that was no, before well, you came online. I was thinking, I was like, well, yeah. looking up some last minute information. No, I was just wanting you to tweet that was... <laughs> So, so um, there was last, some last minute information. Thought, um, oh, maybe you found something interesting. Every so often, they want to throw me a foreign title just to just to mess with me. Um, this means to be skinned or flayed alive for my quick my quick googling. So, um, yeah. So before we even get to the episode, I'm going to say this at the start as well as the end because some people will probably close this before it gets to the end. Next week, the review will be late. We will not get to the Westworld review until the Tuesday. Blame Connor. Uh, but just so you know. Don't expect it's it at the usual time next week. Out of my control. I am away. It's still in your in your side of the camp, if you will. I mean, look, <laughs> all I'm saying is this this trip away was booked before the Westworld date was even announced. Like I'm just saying you're basically dating your own Dolores. You don't have your own free will. You're you're Teddy, you're being controlled. That's all I'm saying, right? Yeah, saying. yeah. What are you going with? Alright. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so so it won't be till next uh, Tuesday next week. So apologies for that, but we're warning you so you know not to expect it at the usual time next week. Uh, but yeah, so this episode was full of things, and much like last week, it had a little bit of everything. Although this episode did a much better job of kind of tying it all together. It all kind of felt like it belonged with each other by the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very Bernard focused, and we start off. Pretty much in the, the, the present day, if you want to call it that. That's the furthest in the timeline with Bernard. Mm, I have some speculation on that as well, which we'll get to in a bit. Cat, seriously. <laughs> Just move the entire monitor. Cats definitely don't deserve free will. Right. Um, so, so yeah, as far as we, as, as we know, right, so this is the two weeks in the, 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 the future. Although, at this point in, in the, the timeline, in terms of what we've seen in this two weeks period, we're at least halfway through that, yes. if not a little bit more. But, in present day, uh, Bernard is woken up and, what's his name? Uh, Baldy. Strand. Strand, You yes. literally just asked I know, me before I forgot. started. Right. But Strand, who, I mean, to be fair, he's not actually been that big a character this season. He's just kind of there. Yes, ironically, you say, as the tallest man in the room. Sure, that's not that ironic. Just it, go with it, all right? Not that ironic. If he was really fat, I'd maybe accept that joke, but that... Yeah. Anyway, so he is like, all right. So, because actually, at first it's it's, it's Stubbs. He's like, oh hey, look, I think they don't want to actually help anyone. Maybe we could get to get get to the old office and beam out uh, uh, some messages for help. And immediately, Strand like sort of takes him and says, no, you're coming with me and handcuffs him at gunpoint. Yeah, which implies to me that either they were listening in on their conversation they just had, so they knew they were going up up to no good, or they just have other reasons not to trust both of them. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, and arguably... This is the, I think the, where it leads tells me they had other reasons. Yeah, yeah. The fact that they had to handcuff them, though, does imply like a lack of trust in some way. It does, definitely, yeah. yeah. Um, but they go to the, the little house, the, the Ford house, uh, and they go down to that basement. And it's funny, because you'd been speculating for a while that everyone knew he was a host. Uh, yeah, this is where my, 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 some of my speculation will come in. So you're not you're not buying that this is this is uh, Charlotte finding out for the first time. No, 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 I think it it might well be. Okay. 
what I think is that they might be misleading us. And, you know, we're assuming this is the latest in the timeline. But I don't know for sure that it is. I, I don't know that this doesn't actually, you know, you know, you know those, those scenes that we saw before with them, you know, find him on the beach, for example. Mm-hmm. I don't know that that's not after this. That you know, I, I was saying, oh, what if that that might be a simulated version that they're running in the cradle with him, right? I don't know that that still doesn't happen after this, and they're just misleading with the placement. That's possible. I don't think it's in the cradle, though. Again, I'm going back to the aspect ratio rule here. Every time we've seen inside the cradle, it's been the, the different aspect ratio. I, I agree, and I've been thinking on that because obviously you know, we spoke about it last week, and you know the, these are all very r- r- raw, fresh thoughts because we have this conversation right afterwards. And I was thinking about that over the week, and it seems too blatant. Like they're they're being so clear with here's an aspect ratio. This is different. That it's some. It doesn't feel right. It feels too easy. That there's got to be more to it. I'll feel cheated. Really? To do this, yeah. Okay. They're giving me a tool to identify between two things. If they go and betray that tool, then that's a bullshit move. I th- but I see, this is where I disagree. I think when whenever they've used the tool, it's been when they are very clearly telling us they're in the creator. You know, the only time it was ever a mystery was right at the start of the season. Since last episode, they went, no, no, this is the cradle. And so whenever we see it now, we assume cradle. Just because they're not showing us the aspect ratio doesn't mean it's not in the cradle and they're just being cagey about it. I'll be annoyed with that revelation if it happens. Okay. I will actively be annoyed with that. It won't ruin it for me, but I'll be annoyed with it. I think it'll be cheap, given what they've clearly established up until this point. I feel like that's... That's... that's. It's deliberate pulling the rug out from under you, but they're cheating to do it. Okay. Which is, you know, interesting. On that, on that note is... Uh, maybe even a greater extension of of what what's in the cradle this season because one of the things ford says to to uh, bernard in, in this episode mm. is he says you know oh we're all code here he says we're all code here friend to, you know referring to being in the cradle mm. right however if if you recall you know back in uh, you know, the the end of the first episode where we had the young ford bot give the first message to uh, man in black one of the key things he said was, we're all code here. I mean, you know, him saying that, lining up as, you know, okay, it's all code here. Maybe he could have been talking about a larger part of, for the man in black being, you know, in a, in a in the cradle, or just a larger symptom of everything we're seeing this season is in that simulation. It's all code. Because at the time we interpreted that as, oh no, there's a code to be uncovered, right? You know, like it's, it's, it's uh, to be deciphered. But if it's, if it was, if he was being more literal, then, I don't know, it's possible. Wait, you're thinking the entire season is inside the cradle? Potentially. I won't like that. <laughs> That's fair. I think that'll also be bullshit. Uh, that, no, that is fair. I'm not, I'm not saying these are necessarily good revelations. I'm saying they are p- potential. Um, I mean, for a start, the cradle does get destroyed in this episode. Yeah, I mean, yeah. This this version of it, but the, the the technology presumably they have, right? Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like you're, you're jumping through a bunch of hoops here to sort and, of and just just to say, if this is all in the cradle, this this cradle getting destroyed means nothing. It's a representation. It's code. It's not the real one being destroyed. Wait, what? 
You know, you know I, how I just speculate that if, if if all of this season is taking place within the cradle, right? All right, you're saying if the explosion took place within the cradle and the actual cradle itself is not being destroyed. Yeah. Okay, oh, fine, okay. Yeah, that doesn't... Okay. If it's all in the cradle, then that, that's irrelevant. If it's just the Bernard stuff is simulations in the cradle, that doesn't add up because it has been destroyed before then in the timeline. Yeah, that's fair. Right. Um, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of any of what you're saying here, but this you know, this is going to, you know, this part's going to turn out to be in the cradle. I, yeah, that, no, I, I'm not saying it's uh, I'm super into it. It's just things that have crossed my mind. I think they've very intentionally let, made it easy to tell when it's what when it's in the cradle and when it's not. I think that was an intentional choice, and I feel like doing that just so they could cheat us later would feel like a cheap trick. Mm-hmm. Whereas, very well might. Because this is the thing, season one, all the mysteries that happened, yeah, people predicted a lot of them, but they predicted a lot of them because they were well-seeded and they were there to be figured out. I feel like if they do that with the Cradle this season, it's them trying to just outsmart us by not you know, not sticking to their own rules. Yeah, no, that, that's fair. Nothing ever felt cheap last season. Nothing so far this season has felt cheap in that sense. It, it hasn't, no. Um, so I think that would be a strictly falling into the cheap category for me. Um I would have a lot of problems with a season if all of a sudden it's not everything you've seen this year has all been in the cradle. Uh, that's fair. In cons- I think it would depend as to what would be the purpose. You know, what 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 was the purpose of the simulation? Uh, if if that is the case. Yeah, um, I am. I am much ready to take a little bit more of this at face value. Like, I, I almost wonder if you're going too far with the conspiracy theories at this oh, point. I, I very, well, I say, I, yeah. I'm, I'm taking it at face value until otherwise noted. Don't but get me I just, wrong. It I was expe- something that crossed my mind when, when Ford said that. I expect there's more going on, obviously, than we know, and there's obviously still things to, to theorise, but I, I don't I don't think we're all just in the Matrix this season. No, oh, that's fair. Um, but, yeah, so they find all of the copies of Bernard, and it kind of, again, it prompts us into the flashback, where Charlotte's trying to like, ask him, okay, what happened to Abernathy? You were there. T- tell me about this. Tell me about this. And we go into his eye, basically, and then everything kind of takes place in the, the timeline further back now. We, we go back to just after the trains crashed. Yeah. And this whole episode is largely a siege upon the base. It's Dolores and Teddy and co who, you know, kill a, a bunch, steal their outfits, and, you know, ambush another bunch of the guards. Uh, Pretty efficient. Tournament stuff. There was a high body count in this episode of characters. Now, admittedly, they're all hosts for the most part, so they can pretty much all come back, potentially. Although, that said, with the cradle getting destroyed, they do make it sound like that's their backups gone, so they're at least implying they can't come back. I'm still not convinced that's the case. Here's, here's the thing. I think they can at the moment, because the uh, I think it, uh, I'm going by zombie rules. You know, So you've got to destroy the brain. Right, okay. Yeah, and I Which, can see you know, their, their brain is still in the head. You know, the head's still intact. The body is destroyed, but there's no reason to get a backup because you can still just take that core out of their brain and put it into a new body. Sure, yeah, yeah. So um, I think that's the key. You gotta once you destroy the backups, you gotta destroy the brain. You gotta destroy that core in the head. Because Clementine goes down a blaze of glory. Angela, of course, you know, suicide bombs herself into oblivion with the guy. Basically, she's, flirts with him. She's probably the one most gone because yeah, because she's that, that probably pieces. takes out yeah. that thing. She 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 was literally like a f- less than a foot away from that you know the yeah, grenade yeah. when it went off. Um. So yeah, obviously, my favorite scene in the episode though, or my favorite section of the episode, might have been the man in black and Maeve and Lawrence. Yeah, that, that entire section, because 
Maeve, you know, running with her daughter, gets to this small town. Man in Black also sort of goes there for cover, running from Ghost Nation. And we get the kind of the play out of him walking past the window and then through the door, and it plays out like the memory. And I, I love that he thinks this is Ford, like more his manipulation, but it's just him, and that's why... Yeah, Ford knows what he did to this woman. Yeah, and not only just that, but the idea... And hell, maybe that's... I mean, if Ford did initiate Maeve's sort of awakening, like we speculated last year, then maybe he picked her for this based on that. So there, there, there might be some truth to that in that sense. Yeah, might be, yeah. Um, but he like, he assumes that Ford's like but directly behind us, like he's been seeing the other things where they've been talking to him and the yeah. you know the hidden messages and whatnot. And so even you know because he he gets shot and he gets shot in the shoulder, he gets shot in the other shoulder, and he gets shot in the leg. He gets shot all over, right? And then yeah. eventually gets shot in the chest a couple of times as well. I mean, he's he's still alive, but geez, I mean, barely. Yeah. So. But when he goes out and he sort of becomes this game of cat and mouse, he has no idea what power she has. And she just starts using the mesh network. She starts, like, just sending all the other hosts after him. And what's interesting to me is that when Lawrence comes to sort of save him and she tries to manipulate him, she can't do it. And she's like, oh, I'm glad you're awake. And I I believe her, but I think the more interesting part now is we have a test. We actually have a defined thing that says, no, this person is sentient now. This host has their own, you know, mind. Right, and it, it was nice to see, because obviously we speculated, we, we'd noticed Lawrence was getting getting there, right? Yeah. Like, he was getting memories of previous lives, and you know, we, we'd spoke about that, but I didn't realise he was entirely there already, so I thought that was interesting. Yeah, and it makes me wonder, it makes me want her to try to do it to other people. I mean, I'm sure Dolores is out in the open now, but, like... I'm well, she tries it on Teddy. Yeah, like, Teddy's interesting. Is it interesting, you know, especially after this episode, if she tries it on Bernard, what's the outcome of that? Yeah, and I know, uh, you know, last week we were speculating as to the, the, the possibility that the man in black could be in a host body, right? Yeah, it was kind of, it was wild speculation, but yeah. It, it was, and, and you know, I was looking at this scene with that in mind, just, well, in the back of my mind, and I'm going, he's taking a lot, an awful lot of bullets here. But then I'm like, okay, but wouldn't Maeve kind of just sense that, you know, through the through the mesh network, wouldn't she just try yeah, and just power some, on him? Yeah, I don't think he's a host body. I mean, it was, it was fun speculation last week, but... That, but that, you know, but that that was the thing that made me think. No, okay, maybe not. But but if he's still, if he is awake and is a host body, would she recognize him in the network? I think she would, because she doesn't even see the other host when she comes out of the building. She just sort of like searches for them. Yeah, no, that's true. So yeah, I think she would. I think she'd recognize he's a host. But does but Lawrence kind of sneaks up on it. So does does she sense Lawrence in the same way? Or is it more just she but, sees him and goes, you know, I think you're a host because of the way you're dressed? No, no, I think he sneaks up on her because she's too preoccupied. She's not paying mm. attention. She's, it's not like she's just, you know, no, omniscient, fair. right? But then on top of that, uh, you could argue as well that she doesn't sense him coming because he's he's, he's free he's free now. He's, he's, yeah. he's become sentient, right? So that could be it. But I think it's just a case of, no, she was in the moment. She's got a, you know, and black at gunpoint. She's focused on something. No, I think that's the most likely. Yeah. Just, you know, just, you know, putting it out there as a possibility, just to slightly further that theory, if, for now. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think Man in Black's a host, because you see him lying there, and part of me was thinking, you know what, this is actually a really good ending for him if he dies, with the exception of the fact that I want to see the end of the game. Like, that is the only reason why this would have been unsatisfying death, because the actual conclusion of her, like, 
basically killing him off like she has the power of God for everything he did. And then, more importantly, the fact that she lets Lawrence unlock his memories and then he remembers everything he did to, did, did to him in, the, in his past lives. And, like, he's like, oh, I saved you, your wife, and your whole town this time. And he's like, aye, this time. Yeah. It, it works for him get, getting his comeuppance, right? Yeah. But it's kind of unsatisfying for his own personal journey yeah. as to where he was headed. So I fully expect him still... Because I was expecting when the, uh, the, the the car showed up with the, the trips with the Sizemore, I was expecting him to take him and patch him up. Like they, They'd save him, you know. But he's still there. He's still lying there breathing. He's hiding from he them. He is. Sizemore cares far more about Maeve than he does, than he does Man in Black. Yeah, yeah, because because they were just going to put her out of misery, and he's like, no, 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 we need her. She's different from the others. And as much as like, okay, maybe he wants her for the ability she's got to like restore the situation. It still came across as nice. No, he's still seen her as a bit more human than he did before. Uh, no, I think he does. As much yeah. as he ran away and called in backup, I think that's because he's he's kind of a coward, right? And that's that's fine. He, yeah, I don't, I don't think his he's character, evil. Yeah. yeah, I don't think he. I think he does have some sort of respect for Maeve at this point. Yeah, there's I a think, respect there. I think there. he's, he's yeah. learned that over this season. There's an empathy, I think. There is, yeah. Yeah. Because um, he seems to care. When they get back later on, he seems to care. And the scene with her and Dolores, where Dolores is like, hey, you know, they're, they're just going to test you and try and force you to give up things and, you know, I'll put you out of your misery. And again, I was like, I mean, this could be the end of Maeve's story, maybe. Like, just in the sense that she's gotten so powerful that I could buy that. They, they, okay, it's, gonna... it's all just plausible enough this yeah. episode, isn't it? But then she's like, no. And Dolores, you know, true to her, her nature, is like, no, you've got the, it's your choice. If you're saying no, don't do it. That's yeah. your choice. But your path's basically ending here. Although I think Sizemore's going to help her out. And... I do as well, because obviously we see him still hanging around at the end, yeah. hiding away. I think he, he goes back in and patches her up. Yeah, so that's the thing. We see, we see Man in Black get shot like six times. We see Maeve get shot a few times. And then we also see, and pretty convincingly die, at least for now, Clementine goes down a blaze of glory. Um, who else? There's another one get shot. Oh, Lawrence. Yeah, see Lawrence yeah. get shot to shit as well in that scene. Clementine's an interesting one, because again, I was thinking, yeah, think, you know, Maeve's search for her daughter. And, you know, we, we saw in Shogun World that her her opposite number, her, her daughter figure, was actually her Clementine, right? Mm. And I'm wondering, it, it does Maeve come to some realization at some point that her Clementine is that to her as well? But she was so focused on the daughter because it was this memory. But that's not who she is anymore, and the daughter uh, doesn't remember her, whereas Clementine would. And then there's that natural thing, just because it's a child who's more helpless. I think that that adds to the yeah, that that mystique, if you will. Of course, I. Yeah, I think Clementine had a really badass scene actually. Cause she was, she was like, she, she gets shot in the shoulder, and then she's like, oh, she, she grabs one of the guards as a, as a shield, and then she's, you know, she was all Uses fancy. his rifle, yeah. and then drops him and grabs the grabs the pistol as he's going down, and takes out the two dudes that pop up. Yeah, it has to be said these these Delos security guys are are kind pretty, of chumps. Yeah. yeah, they're chumps. I mean, these these hosts. But that's the thing I was thinking about this when when Teddy's going all Teddinator on on everyone. Which, by the way, that 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 punching at the end of that scene where he's just punching the guy's head in. That was very robotic, the way it looked from behind. The way it was just sort of like very quickly and swiftly. It was the same motion. It was, yeah. Exactly. I think that was very intentional. Uh, but when he was like firing two guns off and he was just shooting guys left and right and he was doing very well, I was like, well, yeah, it makes sense because they actually... Dolores put his skill up. Like his skill for like as a, you know, as a, you know, a marksman a yeah. went up. It was yeah. like... so his, his accuracy is like incredible. Yeah, so he's, he's artificially, he's, he's got like a boost, he's basically, you know, he's, he's juicing, essentially, compared to the humans. You know, yeah. He has this natural advantage, it's kind of interesting. Um, but, 
and that was the other thing with the Maeve scene though is Maeve was you know brings this up so like oh you know you talk about all this and being free but you know you try to justify what you've done to him because she can tell she can sense what she's done she you know, and and I love that this is you know uh, t- Teddy at his least human because that, that you know he's always been the the blandest you know but, you know he he's the most normal person right mm. uh, as Teddy he, he he's just yeah okay he goes around he helps the girl that's why the cast James Morrison he's, he's meant to be the bland guy. Exactly. He's the plain white and, bread. But but the, the irony is, as everyone, all, all the hosts are getting closer to finding their humanity and becoming sentient, becoming people, he's suddenly pushed further away than he's ever been. Yeah. And it's just this a monster now. Yeah, he, he is basically a Terminator now. He's the most he's, robotic of them all. He is. He's just a machine. He's just a tool for Dolores. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's that hypocrisy. Um, and Dolores coming in and like coming in, just basically storming away to get to Charlotte and get to Abernathy. And you know, she, Charlotte's been trying to like you know back up the data, get get the thing out of his head, transfer it. Okay, that's not going to be quick enough. Like, just yank out his brain, get the control unit out. Yeah. And that's when Dolores storms in, and you know, Stubbs is just kind of there. He's like, oh, Dolores, don't shoot me. <laughs> uh, and I love this scene because it was like, okay, she's like, so you're in charge, and she's getting right in Charlotte's face, and Charlotte tries to put on the brave face. She's like, no, I'm in, yeah, I'm in charge, and you're over your head, like we're going to beat you, and like, you know, it's it's this like real meeting of minds, and Dolores just like destroys her, like you know, by the time we get to the end of the scene, Charlotte's crying, thinking she's she, going to she's die. She's literally running away. Yeah, um, she breaks Charlotte. Uh, I love that, you know, going forward when we're in the the present, so to speak, for Charlotte, now this is personal mm. against Dolores. It's not just, oh no, she's got the data that I want. And it's interesting because obviously Stubbs was trying to get her to, like, hey, you really care about this data, what's in there? And he even threatens to shoot Arbanathy at one point. He's like, hey, tell me, what's in there? And again, we're getting these ideas. We'll talk about, obviously, when we get to Ford and Bernard's sort of side of it, but, and, you know, Dolores says, oh, this is like, you know, you, you want, like, you know, you know immortality you want to live forever and you know you want to become us you know that's what you want and obviously like Stubbs is hearing all this for the first time he's like what <laughs> what's happening yeah <laughs> and you can tell from Charlotte's face that she's right I mean she's at least hitting the right notes even if it's yeah. not exactly what's going it, on it, it, it confirms Charlotte definitely knew what was going on with Jim Dallas yeah and you know she steps in and like but again it was just it was this meeting of of minds and Dolores with like she, she almost has this new god complex you know we talked a lot about Ford having a god complex I feel like she has got one of her own now mm, definitely we're, we're kind of at that point um, I think she's she's interesting because as much as she feels like she has a god complex I don't know I don't think it is a god complex it's a superiority complex okay she she doesn't have a god complex over the other hosts like Maeve for example she's still willing to give right. Maeve no, her own right. choice it's, it's only against the humans where she's like nah I'm better than you yeah, uh, but she she is a, a vengeful spirit. I, I guess. Oh, we'll absolutely. Say. Yeah. Uh, she, she she oh Charlotte was lucky to get interrupted. <laughs> she was. She was, she was uh, lucky uh, that Abernathy woke up enough to like have a little touching. It was moment, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, Charlotte was probably dead there. Yeah, right there and then. And at this point, I was already starting to feel the body count. I was like, damn, this episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone's going down. Um, so so that, that's interesting. We mentioned the the Maeve scene. Uh, also, really fascinating stuff. I think the the Bernard stuff inside the the cradle, very interesting. It is a um, lot of interesting stuff in there. Ford, you know, flat out god complex sort of speech was coming right back into it. 
there's a couple of really meta lines about oh, isn't the fun like finding the ending for yourself or those that line was there uh really which obviously it, it works so well because all the, the the whole show is about storytelling Joe, I thought was so fun about this though. It was, it was like it confirmed a lot of things. It was like, okay, right. So they're trying to like basically get immortality. They're taking all the data of everyone who's in the park. Not that they know that though. Like, and it finally confirms that no one succeeded in this shit. Because we were speculating last week that Ford only works in here. He, he wouldn't yeah. work if you put him in a host. And he confirms that. He says that outright. And I think it's interesting. It's like, okay, so you're stealing like not only just who people are, but you're basically trying to copy who they are with all this data. You want to be able to recreate them. Like, is the, is the plan ultimately to sell it back to the person? Like, I mean, once they die, they won't know about this, but it's like, they go to the family and say, hey, hey, you can have him back. We've actually, mm-hmm. we made a copy, essentially, when he came to the park. Like, is, yeah, is that the plan? Yeah. Or is, is there more, like, nefarious purposes to it, to having yeah, it, everyone? Yeah, it's something I was speaking like earlier on in the season, before we knew how limited this technology was, mm-hmm. it was almost like sleeper agents, you know, if yeah. you know, people, if they die at the park, which I'm pretty sure, the... yeah, I'm pretty sure we're not there because given everything no, they've absolutely said, absolutely, we're not there yet. Yeah. I think that might have been part of their goal, though. Um, I, I don't know if I'd necessarily jump to sleeper agents. I, I think the purpose actually of all the data of all the people, like obviously, they want people to be able to copy themselves willingly when it's an option and you know charge through the roof for that. I imagine. Yeah. I think the purpose though of recording all the, the guests and kind of copying them, I think that's got more to do with trying to figure out how to make it work. And figure out how human minds work and how different people react in different ways and that unpredictability because clearly it's been 30 years and they've still not managed to get it working inside a host. I think that it's more about understanding the human mind enough to make it work than it is to copy the individual people per se. It's true. I think think though if it was, if they didn't have the nefarious plan, if it was just, oh no, we want to make it work and sell it to them, Mm. I don't think they need to be quite so shady about hiding that they're taking the information. Um, so I'm, I'm thinking, oh, that's, you know, that's still really shady, though. It is shady, but I think it's—I think it would be buried in a privacy policy that no one reads. You, you, I mean, you think Google and Facebook, like watching your browsing history, is shady? This, this is like that times no, no, a million. It, it is, it is. But again, I think I think that 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 was buried in a privacy policy somewhere, and just no one caught on for so long. Whereas sure. this feels like there's nothing. So I, you know, what I was thinking is like, okay. So say, you know, a CEO of a rival company comes to visit on a, on a holiday. Mm. Oh, we've got all this data about him. Oh, now we can replace him with our own host version of him. And we could, we have now got control of that company. I can see them having that sort of application. Uh, again, they're not there yet, but as part of their goal. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I still feel like you're jumping really far in to say, oh, we're, 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 their plan is sleeper agents. They want to replace people without them knowing. Want, it's, it's invasion of the body snatchers. I don't know if I'm ready to jump on that bandwagon. I feel like it's not there. It's more about having immortality so they can sell it. No, oh, fair enough. And the shady practices that get to that point to kind of to, to go there. Because, I mean, I, I mean, they've already said we're not at that point yet. I mean, maybe oh, maybe yeah. maybe if we get there like next season and they, they sort of unlock the potential, maybe the end of the maybe the end of this season, the, the natural ending of this season, is it succeeding in some way? Yeah, yeah, no, it could be. Like, is, is the final scene of this season J- James Delos stepping out and he's okay? Like, and it's like, oh, it's worked. Somehow. Yeah, who, who do you do that with? Do you do it with Ford? Do you do it with, with, with Delos? Yeah, whatever one's for whatever story they've got planned for next yeah. year that's whatever one you do it with <laughs> so, no that's a fair question yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, not, I'm not sure but I feel like that might be a, a big moment that we get to at it some feels point. like a big moment doesn't if it if not this season then th- next season but th- this season seems to be the season about that so it makes sense to have it at the end of this season it does yeah um, 
Or I wonder if it's... Cause, and it's funny, because we were talking about again last week about how Arnold's kind of different, or Bernard's different, because he's not actually a copy of Arnold, it's more of a recreation of Arnold. Yeah. And Ford outright talks about that. All this stuff with Ford, it was like, yeah, everything you've been theorizing all season, we're going to actually talk about it. answers. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he's like, yeah, but you're different, you're a recreation, you're, you're, you're a new thing that's built out of the old. Of course, one of the things we mentioned a lot last week, or we, we speculated a lot, was the... The scenes of Dolores like testing Bernard and where that was, when that was. I actually did see people predicting that this was actually just Ford through Dolores, which tur- it's not exactly right. The, the the intent is the same, but it's actually it is Dolores. He he actually did use Dolores because Dolores had good memories, and yeah. that's why she's the one testing him. Um, which I wouldn't say is disappointing. I'm not. I don't think it's a bad thing for the story. I am a little bit disappointed though because I was so excited with the prospect of Dolores wanting to do it. <laughs> Yeah, it's a little underwhelming yeah. because we were, but that's more on us building it up than yeah. than anything. We, we just really like that idea. I mean, we sort of uh, yeah, relaxed but it explains like you know why she's in the blue dress still, and you know it's essentially she's in analysis mode as well and just recalling the memories. She's not sentient yet either. Yeah, yeah, this is this is in the past because he says that yeah, you you were trained here for years before. Yeah. Um, but you know before I put you in a body. And and, and the whole point was you know again. Going back to how I said, you know, uh, they recreated uh, Arnold through, into Bernard. You know, like not not exactly, but they kind of used his mm-hmm. memories to shape him. And that's what Ford talks about here is he used his memories, but his memories aren't perfect. But Dolores, obviously, you know, she can recall with complete accuracy, which is why she can pick up on, okay, no, that sentence, that's not quite right as to what he would have said. So uh, it really is as close as possible. Uh, I still wonder if we get. I mean, that's the other thing they answered. The, the the flashback of him taking this control unit. That was that was Ford. They, they yeah. say that outright. Yeah. So well, one of the things, things. I, I realize about this is it doesn't undermine Ford's sacrifice at the end of the first season. You know, we, you know he's still got a god complex. Don't get me wrong. But mm. you know, because uh, uh, Bernard accuses him as like, oh, you 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 told Dolores to to shoot you, right? And he goes, no, I didn't. I just, I knew that's what she would do. Because again, it goes, oh, we've been studying people. I can predict that's that's probably what yeah. she'll do. But she she still made that choice for herself to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's the same with him. Because even later on, when we get outside and... Because it's obviously the ending of all this cradle stuff is like, okay, well, clearly this isn't working the way I thought it would. I'm going to have to take your free will back. And we have that, you know, the, the hand coming towards him. And then, then Elsie gets him out because there's like bad guys coming. She has to like get him out. And... I was curious about what he meant by that, to what extent, and I was—I actually like where it went. Where he's not just completely taking control; he's in there. He's—you he's, know—Bernard sees him as if he's like a ghost with him. He's inside his head with him, right? Mm. And when he, Ford asks him to do something, it's not a command at first. He actually just asks him to do it, and he—he he tells it like an order, but it's not an actual host command. Bernard still has the choice to obey it and understand it. It's not until the very end when he refuses to pick up the gun where Ford steps in and says, "Well." I need to take control now. So yeah. he's still trying to let Bernard make the choices, but if he's not making the choices that he wants, he's stepping in and in, in intervening. And I love the shot of you know the, the gun, the gun firing, yeah. the guns cut in between the two of them holding it. Yeah, no, it's it's really good, and it does make you wonder the present day stuff. If we're calling it that, is uh, is Ford still in there? I I think so. It makes sense as to why Bernard is so spaced out, right? Yeah. And. You know, you know, again, going back to, uh, you know, on, on the looking down at all the bodies, you know, so, no, this was my fault, I did this. Was it him or was it Ford? Is that Ford saying that? Yeah, no, I, I could see that. Yeah. Um, so that that is really fascinating. I think 
when when Bernard like wakes up again, we're back in the, the furthest in the timeline with with Charlotte and that, and it's like okay, right now we know where we're going. We're going back to the the valley beyond. That's where all this is building up to. Um, and we also see in the flashback, uh, Bernard actually reprogramming the the park and then smashing it so no one else can do anything. Um, yeah. So really setting up a lot of things here. Um, I, I believe from the preview for next week, it's a Ghost Nation focused episode. Okay. So, cool. so that'll be that'll I be an interesting thing. That, yeah. I haven't seen it either. I just saw people talking about the preview. Uh, okay, cool. No, but obviously we've been speculating a lot about Ghost Nation. Yeah, so it makes sense to get an episode focused a lot on them, I think. Yeah, I think it is interesting, especially after you know this episode where they, they drove Man in Black towards Maeve, you know, and he thinks that's part of Ford's plan, his game. But is it? It may be, know. but, but not, in the, be. not in the sense that he's programmed Maeve, but he just he, he knew he should go for, he should go for the door. Yeah, in the same way he knew yeah. Dolores would would shoot him. Because this is the thing. I mean, obviously, Ford like saying no, we have to kill these guys, and like no, Bernard, like I have to take over because you're, you're you're being too sympathetic. As much as that's really cold, I, I still get the feeling that Ford's ultimate goal is like noble, at least in the context of like giving the the hosts their freedom and giving them sentience. Like he he still seems to want them to sort of get to their their. You know, they're awakening. Awakening, yes. Yeah, no, I know. I agree. I think he again. It's it comes down to his god complex. He wants to create a species. Essentially, he wants to birth them into existence. Yeah, because because when he talks about Dolores and uh, everything she's doing, he, he sounds almost proud. Yeah, and I, was, I don't know if it's you know he, he you say oh he's doing it for the right reasons and as but you know, as an outsider looking in, we want them to have freedom because. We see how close they are. Some of them are already there, so that we we feel like okay, they deserve it. Mm. I don't know if Ford is thinking that it's because they deserve it, or if it's more, you know, no, to prove that he did it. He he pushed them. He created life. Yeah, well, I mean, it depends. It depends if the god complex is why he's doing any of this, or he's just the god complex is formed because of the the power and control that he's created for himself right, through exactly. everything. Which is kind of the thing. I'm more inclined to go with that side of it because if because I've always got the impression, especially with all the stuff in season one, that the tragedy with with Arnold is kind of what propelled him down this path. And he even mentions mm. that that all this Delos stuff and trying to like you know copy humans into the show so that didn't start until after Arnold died, and. He doesn't outright say it in this episode, but it does kind of sound like he, he's not necessarily approving of that. Because the fact that he's helping the host is like, you know, you, you're becoming them, but they don't want that. They want to become you, essentially. Yeah. You know, it does sound like he's against what Delos wanted to do. Mm. Um, no, it's just true. It's, especially if you go back to the scene with Man in Black in season one, where they, they felt like, you know, like friendly antagonists across the table. They did. They did. But I, I felt like this... This I, I, I was hesitant about bringing Ford back as to whether or not it would undermine the mm. end of season one but uh, no, ultimately I don't think it has at all I'm, I'm really glad you know that it's added a lot of depth with what they're doing with him yeah and it's given the cradle and the idea of the, the simulations and the idea of uh, especially since we, we went into okay human minds being copied and human minds being continued on past death uh, it makes sense to continue that with a character who died in season one it does, yeah. Um, so it'll be curious, to, curious to see what Ford's game plan is with 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 Bernard for the rest of the season. What leads to those bodies dying, and what the outcome of that is in the finale. Yeah, and again, ultimately, how does what he's doing here play into whatever he's he's pushing for the Man in Black? Yes, 
Yes. I mean, it is ultimately that the man in black will learn that, like, doing this in the first place, that was the wrong move, and understanding what he's done to the, like... Because clearly, clearly, I think the critique that he'd have of Man in Black is he doesn't understand humanity. Because he's trying to copy someone and then he also doesn't see the host for what they can be. Yeah, he, he's so desperate just to cling to humanity and you know cling to life by, you know, by cloning, essentially, by cloning their brains into a new host. Yeah. Whereas, you know, Ford, Ford's view is, no, we, we deserve to die when we die. But these hosts that become sentient, they, they have their own life to live. Yeah, and I think it's interesting to think about how the, the suicide of his wife... Now, obviously, he was already really far gone before that. That's why she... You know, that's why that relationship deteriorated like it did. But I have to imagine that suicide was the final, like, the, the push over the line that he's over now, where he is of this obsessed and this, this inhumane with how yeah. he is. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you, have to, you have to imagine that. Um, so, you know, it's, it's interesting. It, it makes me wonder if, like... I don't know, just what Ford's got planned for him beyond, like... Because like, you know, Man in Black's lying, he's, like I say, he's been shot like five or six times. He's lying there bleeding. Yeah, no one's around to help him. Unless the Ghost Nation come and get him, and they, they patch him up. I think that's a pretty plausible answer. Cause, I, could, I could see it Again, they're, they're, they're kind of doing their own thing, and if that is Ford's plan, Ford, Ford don't want Man in Black dead right here. No. He, he hasn't learned his lesson, whatever it is. No. Um... No, it's, it's fascinating. Uh, this was a really good episode. This this was this was firing on all, all the plots. They all kind of tied in together thematically really well, um, and there was some fantastic sort of showdowns between characters. The I think the Maeve Man in Black and Lawrence like three way standoff is my favourite, but Dolores Charlotte was really good. Uh, everything with Bernard and Ford and the Cradle was fantastic. Yeah, it had a, a fantastic balance between you know the the conversations, you know the you know the the, the facing off of ideas between characters mm. versus okay, this is some great-looking action with all the guns and stuff going down. And it's funny, because I, I compared uh, Maeve and Dolores to Xavier and Magneto in terms of the debate about what to do with their own kind. And I feel like uh, Ford and Man in Black are largely kind of in those shows as well. Yeah, no, I agree. Again, going back to that meeting in season one, that's what that scene felt like. It felt like the, it felt like the Xavier and Man in Black, uh, not the Xavier and Magneto uh, yeah. sitting down and having a debate. Um, the old friends who aren't really friends, but there's a there's a respect there, even if they yeah. don't like what each other have been doing. It's, it's interesting stuff, and yeah, I think it's I think it's fascinating to me that the entire thing boils down to this ideological debate of what is humanity and what is life. Yeah, which yeah, arguably it, it was obvious it was always going to be that, but I, I think when you started the show, it was like, okay, right? So robots going to uprise and like t- take control and fight back. It's okay. It, it didn't start delving into any of those questions until quite late in season one. Yeah. Yeah. But because up until then it was just about, can the host become human? Yeah. That was the focus of season one. Season two has definitely been delving into, okay, what, how much of their humanity is humanity and as copying our humanity over to a host, is that still human? And, you know, yeah. we're, we're playing with these ideas. Um, and because yeah, as Ford puts it, it's like the the brain is the last analog piece of data in a in a completely digital world. Mm. I, I I just I love the concept that they're able to literally create entire people like to become hosts. They become sentient people, but they can't copy the information that from a, a human brain and and put it into a into another body. Which in a weird way says that the, the human brain still has something over what the hosts are because it's yeah, still it's, it's incompatible with these. 
Yeah, it's just it's just that bit more complex, and there's some there's that spark of life there that you just can't duplicate. Yeah. Um, no, that's true. And I think yeah, that'll be interesting to to delve into. I think. Yeah, but uh, arguably, does that make them more human, or is the simple lesson just kind of like how Ford and like Arnold to a point, but definitely Ford have been kind of doing with the horse is that no, they have to sort of be born and grow. They, they, you can't just jump to to like the full like it's almost like instead of copying james delos you'd have to like copy him as a baby and then let him age up again and let him develop yeah. again yeah you'd have to guide him through the exact same choices of his life to create the same person yeah essentially which is kind of what he's done with 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 bernard right he's taken all of arnold's experiences mm. and kind of shifted them as close as they can get to create a person who is as close to arnold as they could but still definitively his own man yeah that was a great episode uh, this was this, this was uh because obviously you know the shogun episode was definitely a bit weaker last week's had a lot of good stuff in it but still had a couple of weak weak elements or was there's been more than one since the shogun episode that was five then six seven yeah okay yeah no you're all right yeah no i was just i was i was questioning remember remember we had complaints that the the dolores subplot in the shogun episode was I, just, I was trying to remember if that was the episode after the Shogun episode, but it wasn't. It was the same one. I don't know. It was the same uh, one. And then last week's had a lot of great moments, but it felt a little bit uh, too scattershot, whereas I feel like this is back to... I think this this is had a, a proper this, flow to it. This is probably the second best episode after episode four of the season. Yeah, I agree with that. So, uh, really good stuff. So, that that is uh, episode... What, what was that? Seven? Episode seven? seven, yeah. seven. Um, so, episode eight next week, and again... It will be late, it will not be at the usual time, it will be Tuesday night sometime before the review goes up, because Connor's away for a couple of days. So, uh, don't expect it at the usual time, it'll be there a little bit later. Um, but yeah, let us know what you thought of this one in the comments below, like and subscribe and all that stuff. Get us on the Twitters at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the channel and everything we do here, uh, go over to patreon.com slash TV and you can have a look at what's on offer over there. There's, there's links to all the different audio feeds and the stuff we do. Um, also, you can support us by, you know, just liking, and subscribing, and all the usual things that uh, help the channel out. Uh, but otherwise, that is us. So thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching TV, guys. Have you got any vanilla? <laughs>